Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Give up what you can't keep anyway. I read somewhere the other day that some people are so poor, all that they have is money. (laughs) It's the converse of what one would think, especially for those who do not have much money. It's ironic, really, because so many people will go to virtually any lengths to obtain it, including stealing, selling their bodies, even committing murder. And yet there is nothing of the flesh that gives you true joy. Doesn't matter how much money or how big of a house or how beautiful your spouse, girlfriend or boyfriend, fancy car, nothing physical can give you true joy. It can only come from the Holy Spirit. I've written about this before and I got some letters to the effect of Oh, yeah, money won't buy me happiness. Well, I'd like to try it. Funny, I've never heard anyone who actually had a lot of money tell me that money will buy them happiness. It's always those who don't have it. The rich will try all of the flash that cash will buy and come away realizing that the beautiful people aren't so beautiful and life in the fast lane is often lonely full of anguish, disappointment, and disillusionment. I cannot begin to guess how many rich kids I've counseled, or for that matter, rich parents. They seem desperate to know what magic key unlocks the door to peace and tranquility. How can they know joy in their lives? The look of disappointment is actually visible when I tell them it is available from Jesus Christ as a free gift to one and all. They must first, however, confess their sins, ask for forgiveness, and follow Christ instead of the world. Follow Christ instead of the world. What does that mean? It means we must surrender our lives to Christ Jesus. We must study his word, obey his commands. In order to live a righteous life, we need to do the right things in life, not the wrong. According to God, and not society. It means the old creature has been destroyed. All those broken marriages, drugs, alcohol, sexual sins, so forth, will be forgiven, and then we must replace that former life with one filled with prayer, worship, and helping others. Matthew tells us that Jesus confronted a rich young ruler one time and explained this concept to him. Someone came to him and said, Teacher, What good things shall I do that I may obtain eternal life? And he said to him, Why are you asking me what is good? There is only one who is good. But if you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. Then he said to him, Which ones? And Jesus said, You shall not commit murder. You shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Young man said to him, all these things I have kept, what am I still lacking? Jesus said to him, if you wish to be complete, go and sell your possessions and give to the poor. You'll have treasure in heaven. Come, follow me. But when the young man heard this statement, he went away grieving. For he was one who owned much property. And Jesus said to his disciples, Truly, I say to you, it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. 
Again, I say to you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were astonished and said, Then who can be saved? And looking at them, Jesus said to them, With people, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Matthew Henry said, It's hard to be charmed with a smiling world. Rich people have a great account to make up for their opportunities above others. It's utterly impossible for a man that sets his heart upon his riches to get to heaven. Christ used an expression denoting a difficulty altogether unconquerable by the power of man. Nothing less than the almighty grace of God will enable a rich man to get over this difficulty. Of course, that applies to both the rich and poor. Apart from the blood of Christ, no man can enter through the narrow gate that leads to heaven. Problem is, we fail to realize that eternity is forever. And what is important to God is all that will be there. These things for which God has no use will be left behind to be burned up like roasting marshmallows. He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain, what he cannot lose. Selah. When the trumpet sounds, will you be among the elect or hiding somewhere, hanging on for dear life to that which you cannot keep? Now that's the question. Matthew twenty four twenty nine. Immediately after the distress of those days, The sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky, and heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and all the nations of the earth will mourn. They'll see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens, to the other. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.